You're listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. It's 24-7. My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in, guys. Welcome on in. I hope you are having a wonderful hump day Wednesday or whatever day you're listening to this. I do have a special announcement that I'm making this week, but I can't make it just yet. But if you're listening to this on Wednesday morning, then just know that today on Friday, I'm going to be going live with the Brav Bros. Steel and Shooter are going to be live on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash JustPlainZach. And we're going to be recapping Real Housewives of New Jersey. And we got a special uh, announcement that we're going to be making so be sure to stay tuned. 3 p.m. Eastern Time, okay? 3 p.m. Eastern Time, live on the YouTube, youtube.com slash JustPlainZach. We're going to be recapping Real Housewives of New Jersey, and we're going to be making a special announcement that will not be airing on the podcast. So if you want to be the first to hear about it, you have to tune into the live stream, number one. And then if you're a member of the Zach Pack, there may be a special little bonus just for you, but you're going to have to tune in to find out. So, 3 p.m. Eastern, Wednesday, on the YouTube. It will be, the live stream will be posted on the YouTube. So, if you miss it live at 3 p.m. Eastern, then you can always catch it afterwards. Just go and tune in. YouTube.com slash JustPlainZach. Hopefully, you guys are having a good day so far. So much has been going on. We've had the the, the latest Juan Dixon photos come out, which was kind of wild. We saw him, and he was doing a little more finagling. Somebody saw him getting a little handsy at the laundromat. And I'm just like, Juan Dixon, why we got to... <sighs> at this point, Juan, uh, or Robin Dixon don't care if Juan Dixon is here or not. She knows he's with somebody, and she's like, whatever. Do what you got to do. At this point, I believe they're probably in an open relationship, but... If you want that little update, you can go onto our Instagram account at No Filter with Zach. I broke it down. I posted the photos. The woman has responded. She posted uh, like a boomerang with Juan, kind of seeming seemingly shooting down the rumor. She's a colleague at CSU, which is where he coaches. So she, I believe, was the uh, she was an athletics director. I think she was director of basketball operations, and so. Ooh, it was just, it was not looking good. The photo, people saying that he was hugging on her and touching on her. And I was like, well, I don't like, I mean, I guess he's technically allowed to hug a coworker, but with his history, it's a little questionable. It's a little oof. So I don't know what you think, but I'm just like, ooh, that's spicy. Okay. Um, also, the Traders US reunion has finally come out. It came out on Tuesday on Peacock TV. So if you caught the first season of The Traders, it was really good. I did do some recaps for, or I did a recap for the Ringer Reality TV podcast of The Traders. And obviously we know, spoiler alert, or if you haven't watched it and you don't want to know, well, we know who the winner is. I will say that. Spoilers will come ahead. We know who won. The Traders US, Brandy Glanville was on it. Reza Farhan was on it. Kate Chastain was on it. Kyle Cook from Summer House was on it. So good show. I thought it was a lot of fun. Some people, like my friend Jacques, seems to think that it wasn't that good. And he was like, why are they having a reunion? That's lame. And I was like, I actually like reunions when they're done well. I watched this reunion. I watched the show. And I watched this reunion. And I have to say, this reunion was done well. I was a fan. I liked it. It was good, right? I enjoyed this reunion. And I actually thought that, you know, 
It was it was a good time. So I have on today Christian Delatori, who you'll remember he was I think what did they refer to him as like a Labrador? He was the the he had the curly curly hair. He was one of the traders. He was always just like making a little mess for himself. Well, mess is what I'm hoping he brings today. He's gonna be on the podcast today, so I'm gonna be chatting with him in just a little bit. But let's talk about this traders reunion. So spoilers ahead if you haven't watched. All of them are reunited, minus Brandy Glanville and Reza Farhan. Brandy Glanville obviously is in a bit of some hot water considering her ultimate girls trip season four drama, uh, the incident involving Caroline Manzo that's currently under investigation. Actually, at this point, it's unclear whether the investigation has been done and what you know was happening with Brandy. She did post an Instagram story recently that was like very concerning. Um She just did not look well at all. Like, if you look at the photo and you look at, or well, not the photo, but just the way she looked. I posted a photo on um, on Twitter and I reposted the video on Instagram and it seems to be getting picked up. But from what I posted, like, look at you. I'm just going to show you. I mean, I guess it doesn't look that bad on, on the camera, but if you, like, listen to her voice, like, it's just... Hey, guys. It's No Filter Saturday, I guess. Saturday. I've had the stomach flu for seven days and I've been in hell. This is my first outing. I'm gonna go see my friends, my real friends. Bye. So she just, I mean, if you look at her eyes, they look a little dilated. Her face looks really sunken in, like she's lost a lot of weight. She says she's been sick, but like her eyelids are super droopy. She sounds just like not all there, which kind of just like breaks. My heart, she just doesn't look like she's doing well. And again, that's not to excuse any of the behavior um, that she may or may not have exhibited. You know, obviously, those are all allegations and it's under investigation. But she just doesn't look like she's doing well. And that kind of, like, the video was a little concerning for me. Her speech is just a little, like, it's slow and slurred. And her eyelids are really heavy. And her eyes look a little dilated. And it just... You know, it just, it didn't, and she looks so skinny, like very gaunt. Some people were suspecting that maybe she had the buckle fat removal done. Some people said that she looked like um, Tracy from Million Dollar Listing or Dorit from Real Houses of Beverly Hills, but she just doesn't look like herself. She has very heavy makeup on, um, and her eyeliner just does not, like, it just, it looks bad, and so she doesn't look like she's doing well. Um, Reza was not in attendance at the Traders reunion because his father had just passed away, I believe, like, days before they were set. I believe it was, like, two days before they were set to actually film the Traders reunion. So that's why he didn't attend the reunion. But, I mean, I would have loved to have seen Reza. I would have liked to have seen Brandy. I mean, but obviously I think Peacock is just kind of putting her on ice right now until everything's been resolved. So... But I would just imagine she was like set, you know, she was like, I'm good. I have Ultimate Girls Tip season four. I have the traders. She was one of the breakout stars on the traders. So I feel like it would have this would have been like a really good big year for her. And, you know, unfortunately, things didn't play out that way. Very curious to see what happens with Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip four. But Let's get into this reunion. I was, like I said, I was worried that they were not going to mention her at all, which they didn't really seem to show her in, like, the the opening clips. But then eventually, like, right out the gate, Andy Cohen, who hosted it. It was kind of weird having Andy Cohen hosted and also have Ellen Cummings kind of sort of hosted as well. But Andy, or, yeah, Ellen wasn't there. Andy was there. But Ellen and Andy did tape, like, a little segment together at the top of the reunion. But then Andy ultimately ended up leading the reunion. I thought it would have been fine if, if Ellen actually hosted the reunion because he was the host of the actual show. 
I know some people, like I said, my friend Jacques thought that having a reunion for a competition show cheapens it, and I saw some people kind of echo that same sentiment on Twitter. I disagree. I actually enjoyed this reunion. Like I said, if the reunion is done right, I think it's good. And I thought here we had some closure. We got to air some grievances. We got to chat through some things. And I thought it was fun. Everybody got a little time to talk. Sometimes when there are big like reunions, I guess maybe because I used to love like all the, the dating shows and the competition shows back in the day. I used to love Flavor of Love and Rock of Love and I Love Money and Charm School. Those were fun and those were competition shows and they brought drama and there was like a winner and then they would have a reunion at the end to talk about how everybody played the game. I happen to like competition show reunions. I think they're fun. Sometimes I don't think that they're great. Like Love is Blind, I thought like, well, I guess I only saw the first two seasons of Love is Blind. But like I I think who was the one? Um, oh God, what the dog, the, the, the guy, the jerk from season two, um, love is blurry. Shoot. Why can't I, I can't remember his name, but, um, he brought some drama to the second season reunion, but like the first season reunion of love is blind was like awful. So I think, you know, if done correctly, a comp, a, a reality show, competition show, dating show, it can be a good reunion. I thought that this one was actually kind of good. Um, and I like that Andy actually addressed that Brandy and Reza were unable to be here tonight. He didn't say why, but we did get into that. Um, I thought that, obviously, I thought Sari was going to be put in the hot seat because we know, spoiler alert, Sari is the one that wins at the end. It was down to Andy, Quentin, Sari, and Ari. And Ari became a traitor later in the game. Sari was a traitor from day one. Andy and Quentin were always faithfuls. At the very end, Suri decides to turn on Ari to get him kicked out. And then that leaves Andy and Quentin to trust Suri and to trust that the three of them are all faithfuls and they're going to be able to split the money at the end of the game, right? That's not the case because, as we know, if there's a trader at the end, the trader gets to steal all of the money and they don't split it. If they're all faithfuls, they split it equally. If there's a trader in the mix, the trader steals it. And that's ultimately what happened. Andy and Quentin felt betrayed by Sari because here she is, you know, getting Ari out at the last minute. Ari obviously felt betrayed by Sari. Listen, she played a good game. She definitely played a solid game, and I was very happy for her, and I was very happy that she won. Um, I looked at it from a game lens. I looked at it from a strategy perspective. I think these people took it way too seriously, and it got way too personal, and they're all, like, fighting with each other at this reunion and being like, uh, you know, I mean, I get Cody being like, Sari, you betrayed me, and she's like, I didn't betray you. It's the game but like she did betray him and like that's part of the game you're a traitor your job and your role is to betray people you're not supposed to be loyal that's why you're not called a faithful faithfuls you know keep the game moving um so i like that we kind of grilled sari a little bit like everyone got to get their stuff out i like the andy and sari made up by the end of it but i also felt like okay guys like at some point i think the only one that was really on sari's side was kate she's like don't hate the player hate the game like this is the game the game is to be awful or not to be awful towards each other but to like deceive it was all it was a game of deception so the point was to deceive people I understand how Quentin and Andy at the end were like, well, you used our personal stories against us, and that was so wrong because you used it to get Ari out and blah, 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 blah. I mean, I get it. But again, like, it's a game. So you can't really be that hurt by it because it's a game called The Traitors. It's meant to be cutthroat. And listen, alliances are going to be formed. Alliances are going to be broken. Betrayals are going to be had. It's called The Fucking Traitors. The Traitors. And it was great. And Sari played the game masterfully. More than anybody else. 
Kate was, uh, I actually thought based off of the, the teaser that they released that Kate was going to be in a lot more of the drama in at the reunion, but she really wasn't. She had a moment that she definitely had a segment at it, um, as did Christian. But, you know, Kate was Kate and you got to love Kate. And Andy Cohen was like, listen, I don't know if it was a good strategy. I don't know if it was a bad strategy, but it was definitely an iconic strategy. And Kate definitely was the breakout star. I would say Kate and Brandy definitely took the cake home on the traders aside from like Suri who played the game smart but I wouldn't say she was like a great character on the show until the very end when it's like oh shit she's straight up just you know deceived Andy and Quentin which was the game but like you know just seeing their raw emotion and reactions to all of that was was a little cray cray it was wild it was definitely wild um I enjoyed the reunion if you haven't checked it out I highly recommend that you check it out definitely some bombshells uh uh, Geraldine and Christian seem to be dating. I have a lot of questions for Christian. And I feel like at this point, now that I've talked a bit about the reunion, I think we should actually get into it. Are you ready? Shall we do this? Shall we bring in Christian? Let's do it. All right, guys, I want to take a quick break to show some love to my pals at Chumps. The start of a new year always comes with new goals, right? Well, One of the habits that I love to work in daily is eating more healthy protein. It keeps me satiated, it keeps me satisfied, and it keeps me sane. That's why I love some Chumps Protein Sticks. Mm. They come packed with mouth-watering flavor and real nutrition in a size for everyone. They're gluten-free, certified paleo, and keto with zero sugar. Plus, they pack 9 to 10 grams of protein and only 90 calories Like, you can't beat it, okay? Their original and sea salt beef are delicious, but I have to say, their jalapeno beef is my absolute favorite. I like a little kick. I like a little zing in my protein. I like to pack them as a snack during those long work days, as a nice little post-workout treat, or to help cut those late-night cravings. They're great for taking with you on the go, so I suggest you go and get some right now. If you want, give them a try at chomps.com. Use code ZAC20 for 20% off your order at chomps.com. That's code ZAC, Z-A-C-K, 20 for 20% off. Head over to chomps.com, C-H-O-M-P-S.com right now. Culture, society, on every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes, we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great. But it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. 
All right, guys, I am so excited. I just finished the Traders reunion, and I have so many thoughts after what we just saw, and I feel like I needed somebody that could be as unfiltered and open and honest as he was in the game. And so now I'm excited to hear what his thoughts are of the show, of the reunion, and of this hookup that's been going on after the show has wrapped. Please welcome Christian Delatori. What is going on, man? I appreciate you having me on. This is great. I'm I'm freaking fired up. So what has the reaction been since the show has aired? Now we have the reunion now. People are starting to watch that. But just the show overall, have people loved you? Have they been sliding into the DMs? Have they been grilling you for how they thought you played the game? Yeah, definitely a little bit of all of that. So um, I'm getting a lot of... Uh, I don't want to say hate, but definitely getting talked about, you know, after the first two episodes, everyone's like, this kid ain't going to last. He won't shut the hell up, which, hey, all valid points. Um, Very obnoxious was, you know, the way that I decided to play. But I mean, hey, it's Peacock's number one most watched unscripted show to date. Uh, We got the reunion. We got a season two booked. I mean, I think the that alone is speaking volumes on how the show is being received. And of course, being hosted by Alan Cumming, come on now. Like it's, it's hard not to love that guy, but yeah, it's been great. Uh, getting DMS, uh, good and bad. A lot of, I will say the LGBTQ community is absolutely loving me right now, which is great because I'm like a big supporter of that. Uh, and have a lot of people in my life and in my circle that are a part of that. But let's just say I'm getting some interesting requests on cameo every yeah. once in a while. Um, I love that. No, it's been great. I think the show's getting received well. Uh, it's always interesting to see people on Twitter or YouTube or whatever these podcasts portray, you know, how they would have played the game yeah. um, and stuff. But it's been great. In the reunion, we needed it. I think we all wanted it. We needed it. There's been some closure and we can get into that later. But overall, I think it's, it's doing well. Were you familiar with the game prior? Did you know about like the international versions of the traders or like what was your headspace going into the game? Yeah, no, I actually had no idea when I was pitched and being casted for it. They were like, yeah, like here's the Dutch version. It's going to be something similar like to this sort. This is kind of the context, but they didn't tell us a lot. So they they did a really good job on keeping everyone out of the loop, but just enough to keep you interested. So they were basically like, just imagine playing Clue and Mafia mixed with Knives Out, but it's all in, a, in Scotland. You'll love it. And I was like, sure, fuck it. I'm all in. Like, let's do it. Had no idea it was going to be like so intense, but no, it was, um, I thought it was really cool. I, and I don't want to do, I usually don't do reality. I didn't really want to entertain it. Um, but when I, when they said there was like, you know, it was a com- competitive show. That's why I was like, okay, because I've been casted for dating stuff all the time and bachelorette and things of that nature. And I didn't really want to go that route, but this seemed really fun. So I was like, yeah, I'm open to it. So I think the biggest bombshell that came out of the reunion is that you, there's been a little thing going on between you and Geraldine. What yes. is there something still going on between you and Geraldine? Yeah, for sure. So with Geraldine, and one thing I will say is, I don't want to spoil anything, but definitely messed the name up on purpose. And Gerald, Geraldine knows that and she she gave me shit. But um, um, she is someone that I really respect, like as an actual friend that she lives in LA. She's an actress and a very pretty well known one. And like, she's crushing it. And I'm Hispanic. Um, and most people don't know that I'm Mexican, Spanish and Italian and her being um, like in the Latina community, Latino community in general and stuff. She's done 
wonders of helping me kind of get more involved in my culture and my history. And that relationship grew and built a bond between us going to like events together and things like that. And I really enjoyed her and she's a beautiful person inside and out. And so we just were like, we're really good. Why can't we enjoy, you know, like being together and doing stuff. And I wouldn't say it's like exclusive, but we're definitely still like together in that sense. Like we go out together, we're no shame in it, but we're also like open. We're like, we love, we're like letting whatever happen happen. Um, but we're, we haven't like broken up or anything like that. No. So are we like <laughs> friends with benefits? No, I wouldn't say friends with benefits. I'd say we're in, um, like, I would say we're in a really good relationship with each other. I, I know a lot of people want a title. They want a label. They want this to be whatever it is going to be. Let's just say we're two best friends that enjoy each other's company. And when we want to have fun together, how that looks um, we do that. And like, we're just kind of like, don't really care what anyone else thinks. We're just homies that love each other for who we are. And are just having a good time doing that. That that's what I would say. We're supporting each other. And obviously there's like, she's beautiful. So yeah, I'll <laughs> leave it at that. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Let's get into this reunion then, because I feel like everybody at this reunion came with so many, high emotions right and I feel like they took the game so seriously like it was so dramatic but I'm like did it need to be this dramatic like did you have the same takeaway that you felt this level of like pain and betrayal coming out of the castle no I did not I I you know obviously being from the different the other side like as a trader you kind of like know like from the get-go like okay like you're gonna you're gonna be a dick um, it's going to suck. You're going to get portrayed that you have to do that. That is your role. Like Suri stated multiple times. I didn't have control. Did, whether you wanted to be picked as a trader or not. And if you were picked, that was out of our hands. Yeah. So like your destiny is already set. And what people kept forgetting is like, that's the name of the game. Yeah. The trader, not, not the loyalist, not the, so people really felt the need to, you know, voice their opinions, which is fine. But I, at the end of the day, it's still hard for me to, yeah. to get on board with being so upset about this. Now I can understand Andy and Quentin's point of view. Like that makes sense. You're right there and you almost got it. Um, and you know, Sorry, but again, it's like, said. what are you supposed to do as a trader? Yeah. You're supposed to just like out yourself and then lose the money? Because it's like yeah. you either stay in it until the end so you can win the money, which is the point of the game, or yeah. you just or you lose altogether. Like, so there right. was really no there was really no winning. Cause it's not like Sari could have shared the money with Quentin and Andy right. either way, because that wasn't oh. those weren't the rules. Those weren't the rules. You weren't allowed to do it and aren't allowed to do it. So like the thing, yeah, people just, I'm telling you, people live their life. I think in general, it's like, it taught me a lesson of like how emotional people are. And it's good to be emotional, but when you're playing a, a competitive game, that's meant to set up deception, manipulation, backstabbing, they forgot that. Yeah. And I, it, it, it was just like, interesting to me. I tried to be a little quieter in the reunion. Um, you know, I had my fair share of talking, but yeah, it was so interesting to see people's True emotions kind of come out like they could finally speak on behalf of how they felt, which is fine. But I feel like Kate and Sari were the only two at the reunion that were very clear. They're like, it's a game. Like Kate kept saying, hate the don't hate the player, hate the game, because it's literally called the traitors. You know that at some point, if you're a faithful, somebody's going to be backstabbing you. Right. That's exactly like Kate. And Kate's always been Kate. Like she'll never not be her, which I love. Um, And Sari, I mean she's a pro's pro at this stuff. 
she's a queen for a reason. She won for a reason. She came in and wiped the floor with all of us and she had to do what she had to do. But at the end of the game, at the end of the day, that's what she did. She played the game better than everyone else. And that's what you sign up for. Like, so, you know, do I feel really bad for everyone? Not necessarily, but I I understand how like, you know, they could be upset just like I was, but and it even if it. you peel back the curtain a little more, you know they're going to cast somebody like Andy who is so emotional and that leads with their heart and can just like, you know, have to that you know is going to cry and be emotional and going to feel betrayed because it, it adds to it adds to the layers of the game. Exactly. And like to be fair, this is a social experiment almost, right? Like you're trying to put these types of personalities to make it chaos. And like, that's the whole point. And if you can navigate your way through that, whether you're a faithful or a trader and somehow win that money, I'm telling you, it's like, it's really cool, but it's also just, it's not for the faint hearted. Like if you have any, like Michael, I credit Michael as my best friend and for him to go in there with his past and social anxiety, I was like, my God, you are one, um, brave individual. And he did his, his fair share and tried. So like, I respect that, but this game is set up to mess you up mentally and emotionally. Do you feel like Cody's uh, feelings of betrayal of being betrayed by Suri were? Do you feel like those were warranted because he was a traitor and you guys kind of turned on him? Yeah, I think he he said what he needed to say, and I mean, yeah, you you see him say backstabbing twice, like about it. I was like, well, she's good at doing what she does, and he was the first one to say, yeah, backstabbing, which is like, okay, yeah, it's part of the game, but. That's still good that he, you know, you want to say something yeah. to that person and let them know, like, I respect you, but I'm still pissed that you did it. And probably won't get in trouble. But I remember the day getting like getting ready for Cody's. It was Cody's time to go that day. And I knew in my head, like, OK, I'm going to be voting for Cody. And I think he kind of knew something was up or could sense it from me. Like the Brodom there was kind of off, even though it kind of portrays that we weren't cool. We were fine. Like that's where we talk we're fine but he did like mouth to me he was like whatever happens he was like don't trust Sari and I thought that was so weird like out of nowhere like no one was around he covered he covered his mic he was like don't trust Sari trust me and I was like okay fuck (laughs) great now and then sure as shit what happens like you know he know he's a pro's pro too in this reality competition stuff so it was hard because I was just like all in it um, but yeah, he definitely, he got off his chest what he needed to say. And, you know, I, I respect it. Did you miss Brandy and Reza at the reunion? Um, I missed, I missed Reza. Um, Brandy came for Brandy. you pretty hard. Yeah. I, uh, I wanted to go toe to toe with Brandy and I never got the opportunity to, I would have loved that. Um, because I have no, like, I'm not this guy who's scared of her, her personality. I yeah. respect what she's doing and how she does it, but there were some things that, were said um, at the round table that weren't necessary, that didn't make the cut, that really um, changed my opinion towards her as in her character. And so, and, and everyone on the show knows what that is and what happened. And I'll leave it at that because it's not for my story to tell. Um, but there was just some things, some low blows that she said, not directed towards me, but that I was like, oh, yeah, like, with you so i miss reza though and and he was going through some personal there's some stuff happening yeah. with his side of things and so like yeah he's he was and still is a great guy i know i didn't really get to connect with him but i admire him i admire his fashion his passion like he's hilarious i don't think he really likes me since i've uh, 
gunned for him, but yeah, he was missed for sure. What would you say to Brandy had you had the opportunity with her at the reunion? Uh, well, it depends. I would have definitely called her out for some of the things she said, seeing how the conversations would have came out with her and people going at it with her. Um, basically, I would have inserted myself at any point when she would address Michael. That's mm-hmm. when I would have probably said my piece. Um, and I would have just been very careful with, you know, how I said it and stuff. But I basically just want to let her know that like, hey, it's like, not cool to go low and it's not cool to be a bully in life in general that might work on the show that she does. And like, I get all that. That's fine. And you need drama and you can rip into people, but there's just kind of like a line cross that I just didn't agree with. And a lot of people didn't agree with. And so it is what it is, but you know, she had her reasons why she wasn't there or couldn't be there. And that speaks for herself. So you did not miss her at the reunion. Not at all. (laughs) Um, I miss her at the reunion because she's great TV and I miss Reza too. Fair. I miss Reza. I, that's what I'm saying. Great TV, just yeah. on a character level. I'm not yeah. the type of person I would hang out with, yeah. but um, I'm sure it would have made for some great TV. <laughs> I know that. So credit to her. What about Kate? She stayed pretty true to form at the reunion oh. and throughout the game. Like Kate was definitely a breakout star. Kate is is my bro, Kate is literally the funniest fucking person ever. Like, but also behind the curtain, and most people know this, especially like her, probably her close circle and the P- Bravo people. She's so smart, bro. Like business wise, she's so smart. Like when it comes to just like life in general, I've had some good conversations with her offline about stuff post show and just like navigating through life, through this career, reality TV. She's a very, very smart individual. And I Oh, she's going to be a phenomenal mom, but she stayed true to herself. I loved Kate. Even, even when Kate comes at me or if she ever does, I'm like, bro, I love this. Like, yes, like you are you and she'll never change. And so like Kate's a queen. Kate is a queen. Okay. So let's get into the actual game. Do you think at the end of it, you played the game smart? Were you happy with Uh, how you played the game? Yeah, I was happy with how I played the game until I had my like mishap. There's no, like, I'm not going to try to I had the reasons why I did it, but it was the wrong timing, really wrong timing for that. And like, I can live with that. I was my judgment at that point in the game. Um, and it's not an excuse. It's just the reality of the game. Like Cody, it wore on him. You could see it. It was like affecting him. Mine right around episode eight um, is when I started to kind of like go like mentally, I was kind of losing it and it was wearing on me and, and i just remember like talking to the site and like trying to like stay focused and i was like oh it's a great move so i'll just do this confirm me to the end it wasn't wasn't thinking clearly shot myself in the foot but i have no it, what it is like i learned my lesson um i'll be back for more reality tv and competition stuff and now i've sharpened my toolkit so like it is what it is like i'm i'm not mad about it. i'm actually really glad that i got my villain role hopefully <laughs> out of the way and i learned my lessons and got to play with literally quite literally some of the best in reality tv history so yeah man it was no regrets but definitely sucked (laughs) so what was going through your your mind when you had announced at the breakfast that you had been recruited you were like i've been recruited like it was just such a bombshell and i feel like the other traders are like what is cody doing he's a liability at this point or yeah so when i said that um there's two ways i looked at it one i was like okay this is definitely christian delatory character like for the show like the annoying like do some crazy shit um which was like sure but a lot of people in the uk actually messaged me about this i've talked and and they actually saw the point of why i did it and no one paid attention to it because it was such a big thing but 
if you look at what happened, Ari, I wasn't going to do it until Ari said he got the shield. I didn't know he was going to say it. So when he said that, I was like, oh, perfect. And if you think of it, out the history of the game, the traders never after anyone on the team that had the shield because it was too much of a risk if they didn't know it, right? So yeah. we knew Ari had the shield. So what I was looking for is like, look what happened. Look who got murdered that night or voted off and then murdered the next day. It was the two people on the team that Ari was on. And if you think of it, he's like, oh, I have the shield. That proves that there was a traitor within the winning team, but that went over everyone's head. Like literally everyone's head. I was like, how do you guys not understand that? Like they just took a chance on two people within your team. One, they murdered the other day. We off. And so it was like, how did no up? And I get why they yeah. didn't, but well, it was just implemented poorly on my part. That and I think you were in a in a castle with some really bad faithfuls. Like they were not good at the game. They didn't they know were. how to like strategize. Like they were all just like, who do I trust in this moment? And it's like Whoa. that's not the fucking game. The that's game the is game. called the traitors. I mean, Kyle says it. Alan talks about it. Everyone does. It was our pack mentality. Yeah. Um, which it's actually quite scary if you think of it like if some like weird shit went down with the last of us bro you got pack mentality people you're not gonna last no. so there, there it went head everyone was so emotional and like i get it but i also am like damn it took you a long time just to get one of the traders and the only reason you got one of the traders is because we gave him to you yeah i don't think the faithfuls played a really good game no they did not play a really good game and that's why they all came into the reunion so damn salty but that's their bad that's hey, that's on them. <laughs> uh, and in our Facebook group wants to know if you watched any reality TV prior to the game, did you know any of the other or any of the Bravo Survivor Big Brother people? So um, prior to the game, the only reality TV I ever watched growing up was The Amazing Race. I watched The Bachelor because I grew up with two sisters and I was the middle child. So that was like the thing to watch. And um, Survivor, those three are what I watched and a Fear Factor too. But that was till I was about like, you know, 12 to 13. Then I was doing sports and stuff. So I didn't have a big history knowledge, like aspects coming to this game. I didn't know really too much about these players. I didn't know any at all. The only person I knew was Ryan Lochte because mm. I cheered for him through middle school, high school, college, and my young adult life in the Olympics. That's who I recognized. I had no idea who anyone was. And that's to my fault. Michael, he knew everybody. There's a couple that knew every season they were on, what show they've done, all the moves that they've done, every episode, having that knowledge and maybe keeping him around too um, would have been better or like recruiting him at one point. I don't know if he, he would have been able to actually like emotionally handle that. No. It would have been kind of messed up. But having the knowledge on players prior going to this would have been huge. I got played and I had no idea who he was or Cody. Yeah. I had no idea what they've done yeah. in the past. And I was like, bro, I could have used that to my advantage. I did not. So no, I, great question though. Um, she also wants to know who you were the closest to and who you found the most annoying. Um, the most annoying I felt was Brandy. Um, and the closest person I genuinely connected to is Quentin. Mm. Quentin on like a deep part, like it, it like really, really messed me up um, to like have to, and I knew it was going to mess me up regards. And like, I know to everyone else that was lucky with mine, but like, as traders, you're getting maybe, maybe three hours of sleep a night. That's what people don't get. You stand up after and late and these turret conversations would go for like 45 minutes to an hour. They weren't five minute conversations. 
So like balancing all that and building the bonds and the stuff you didn't see with individuals and then being like, Hey, I'm sending home a single mother or I'm sending home an ER nurse. Like you just yeah. like it, it messes you up. Um, but I'm, I'm really close with Ari and Michael as well. Um, I keep in touch with almost everyone. We have a group chat, the civilians, um, the new faces. We have a group chat that we're all in every single day. Um, but no, I really, uh, and oh, Gerald, obviously. <laughs> like we do everything together, like quite a, together here, like when it comes to like career stuff. So yeah, Brandy was so annoying. <laughs> um, it was not annoying. In the game, she might have seemed like it, but to me, it was great, obviously. So it actually wasn't annoying. I had to play it off like it was, but I was like, this is great. Like you're doing all this work for us. It's unreal. No, Kate was great for Kate was great for the game overall. She was the only faithful that was like actually making Playing the game. Yeah. She was so smart. Like as annoying as it was when she was throwing the money out, I was like, that is so savage. Yeah. Like she tried to literally sacrifice herself at the round table for Shelby and everybody just let that go. I was like, I had, I was like, Damn, I got to make this girl a traitor at some point. Cause everyone thinks her, she is one, but. No, throwing the money was so savage. And I was yeah. just, but I get her headspace. She's like, I'm not going to win any of this money either way. So why am I going to win money for the traders? Like she was actually smart. No, she's so she's smart. like, everybody in this castle is so dumb. Like I'm not playing to help these traders yeah. win. No, she, she knew what she was doing and we took advantage of it. And that's just kind of how it rolled out with that pack mentality. So, yeah. So did you join the show to help your, like to gain TV exposure to help your acting career? No, not at all. And if anything, I think this would not have helped my acting. I mean, I guess to it, that kind of got discussed, but like the whole point was I was such a bad actor because you watched like what I was doing and how dumb I was playing. But the funniest thing is if you look at the statistics of the round table and brought up, my name never got brought up once. I've never been voted for once until my final thing on the last episode. So I was like, what you didn't see is all the work that I put in. And I stayed consistent with being the loud, annoying, dumb van life guy. Um, I definitely thought it was a great way to like test myself and showcase that. But really I tapped into like, just being like my military mindset, looking at this, like a, like a mission. I was like, okay, we have a mission here. Like who cares? You have a mission. You never been on reality TV and you get to be a villain. So I get to play the character. I get to treat it like a mission. And I also get to like utilize acting, but reverse it and make it really horrible that it's so unbelievable and dumb that everyone just went and let it go right over them. So I was like, you know what? It, it worked to a degree, but I let the mental side of it really get to me. Like I, I actually like failed. So it's, it's, it is what it is. Um, no, if anything to use this platform, it's not even for acting because like, really you can do reality TV, but that's not like the best move to be an actor is to be like, Hey, I'm going to, unless you get your own show or something like that. I wanted to do this to bring like my platform as like on Instagram, which is not a big following, but it's enough. And I'm very into like the outdoors and taking care of our state and local national parks and being, you know, we're all complex characters, complex characters. I'm big on that. Like having mental health stuff, dealing with that, being a veteran. I just want to bring awareness to like who I am and what my whole identity as an influencer is. That's what I wanted to hit. I wanted to hit the people to push their boundaries, go on a TV show, go travel, you know, it's okay to be vulnerable with who you are and how you feel. I could care less about the acting. I haven't got anything from this because for acting, like nothing. Well, Sponsors, that's different. But yeah. I have not got an acting job because I was on this show at all. 
Well, hopefully you'll continue to build those those social numbers. Do you really live in a van? Uh, I don't live in the van full time, but I live in the van, I would say about 65% of the time in, in the apartment that I'm in right now, I rent it out. So like I just lease it and I'll go on like three month trips paid by sponsors, go gather content, travel all over the country or go internationally. Um, and I live out of that van when I'm on the road. That's my only vehicle. Oh, wow. So I'm not full-time van lifer, but I am a van lifer. That is so interesting. I don't know if I could live in a van. Yeah, it's uh, it's got its cons. I'll put it that way. It is not the easiest, but I'm also used to it being in the military and like being a minimalist and carrying everything on your back. For me to have yeah. everything in arm's reach in a van with my dog, that's what I love to do. That's what my passion is. It doesn't bother me. I'm so happy when I'm on the road. Yeah. Has Geraldine gotten to ride your van? Geraldine's been in the van for sure. We've we've done some trips, like just kind of like up the coast and caught some sunsets. Nice. Um, we haven't done any like massive trips with her yet because she's so busy too. Like we're both really busy. Yeah, I don't think anyone can just take off three months to go riding through a van. No, I can though. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And I'm very happy to see, you know, that there's been good reception from the show. I actually enjoyed the reunion. I'm glad that we finally got to air some grievances, get everything off our chest and kind of move forward. Yeah. Um, and maybe we will get a first Trader's baby soon. Oh, God, not soon. If that would have no, I can tell you that right <laughs> now. Your boy is not ready to be a parent. Not at all. Not be. No. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it, it was it was great. I think it, the the reunion was great. Everyone looked really good too. Like, did, what did you think of Rachel's the beautiful green sash? I don't even know what it's called. I don't really know too much about fashion. Yeah, but, I mean, it was like, very. What did Kate say? Enthusiastic. Yeah, is that what she said? I, I think it was enthusiastic or something. Yeah, I think it was, but. Yeah, people were done up. Rachel, yeah, Rachel always brings the fashion. I thought Kate looked great too. Everyone, yeah, everyone looked great. Yeah, Ari looked good. Ari's always suited up. Cody, all of them. Yeah, you brought the classic Chucks out. Yeah, but dirty. I brought no one. I had holes in them. They were. She was like, "You gotta like gotta wear like really nice stuff." And I purposely didn't pack a t-shirt. I was like, "No, I'm. I got my collar. Like that's. I'm gonna stay. I don't. I don't even have. I don't have a suit. I was gonna maybe go to Zara, but." A role like that like i'm gonna stay true to who i am i'm gonna I go to vintage stores and thrifts yeah. that's what i do I so it. it was fun man i love it thank you so much christian i had a blast chatting oh, with you. you i hope that they do have a, a traders us all-star season because i would love to see you back and maybe gain some redemption that would be- and if i were to ever go back uh to for traders specifically i mean obviously they're they probably wouldn't make me a trader but i want to play the game as a faithful i would love to see the counterpart to like the villain role and how hard it was for them Not that I don't believe it was hard, but I'm like, yeah, I want to see both sides. Like, I don't I, think I it was that hard for them. I know. Yeah. They didn't live with the guilt. All I, you had to, I, they didn't live with the guilt and all you really had to do, or like the having to think like there are less traitors than there are faithfuls that like, you know, the number, you, yeah, the numbers are on their side. Exactly. They had a chance every night to get one of us out and they couldn't do it for like, seven days in a row or something all they so had to like, do was read the clues yeah but hey, it is what it is so <sighs> it is what it is all right thank you christian thank you i appreciate you man seriously you have a great rest of your uh, week as well see you buddy
I mean, okay, Christian definitely spilled some tea. He brought the heat. I liked getting into all of the traders' business. Um, I'm hoping you guys watched the first season of the U.S. Traders so that you did not get all the spoilers. But if you haven't, I heard that the U.K. versions and the Dutch versions and the Australian versions, actually, I don't know about the Dutch, but I believe the U.K. and the Australian versions are now available on Peacock, so you can check those out. Like I said, my buddy Jacques says that those happen to be better than the U.S. version. So I might have to tune into those very soon. But I'm kind of thinking maybe I want to do the traders. I know for a minute, like I've been in some castings um, for like other competition reality shows. And I always make it to the very, very end. And then I never end up on the actual show for one reason or another. But I'm thinking like maybe, maybe I'll apply for the traders. Maybe we'll give this a shot. Um, I don't know. Can you see me on the traders? Do you think I would actually, I feel like I would... I don't know. That would be so wild if I did the traders, but we shall see. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. I cannot wait to spill some more tea with you. We'll be getting more into all of the reality TV dish this Thursday night. We go live at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. It'll be re-aired, rebroadcasted on the podcast on Friday morning as they are every Friday morning. So get ready. Let's get into it. I hope you have a wonderful, uh, well, I was going to say a wonderful weekend, but I guess I'm going to talk to you tomorrow. I'm going to talk to you Thursday night or Friday, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, if you are listening to this on the podcast, then please leave me a five-star review letting me know that you're enjoying hashtag no filter with zach peter also like let me know who else you want to see come on the show or there other fun reality stars that you've been appreciating that you'd like to see me collaborate with other content creators that you'd like to see me collaborate with let me know because i would love to do it like i'm collaborating with the brav bros i have other fun collaborations that are going to be coming up soon as well so stay tuned there's lots of good stuff in the works that i can't wait to share with you very very soon but until then, you can always give me a follow at Just Plain Zach, or you can follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach for all the latest reality TVT. And catch hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And catch live streams every Tuesday night, Thursday night, and now I guess Wednesday mornings. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Ciao for now. Mwah. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast.